here's a message from Ken Lavica. It's time now to have a serious discussion about two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and whether or not we're going to see them take a snap ever again. Still in the Banowitz, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Change could be a coming, and it could happen sooner rather than later. Could turn the game of football completely on its head, and there's a legitimate discussion to be had about it because it feels like we might be closer than we actually thought to no Aaron Rodgers and no Tom Brady being a reality. Ken LeVick alive. It's a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. That means day two of Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. You see him on your television every single night, and he joins us for the next two hours here on Ken LeVick Alive. Uh, Friday Night Lights, Stone LeBanowitz, running things, making sure we're as smooth as we possibly can be in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the cloudy and uh, continue to be miserably cold intracoastal. Uh, in this business, Theo, and I know that, that you've come up largely on the TV side of things and uh, you're just still in your infancy uh, in the, the sports talk radio realm. But here's a common criticism that we get here and you've heard it. You might have even been someone who, who levied it at some point, but ah, you guys just throw that out there. It's not really news. You're just looking for attention. You're looking for a talking point. That's the most common criticism. Last night I heard Tom Brady on his podcast with Jim Gray, the Let's Go podcast. And I want you to listen to this, Theo, and you tell me if this is a guy that is 100% full go, I'm playing for the Bucks, quest for another championship in 2022. No one I know. And um, it's, it's a day after the season. So I think for all of us, you know, we can all decompress a bit. It's been six straight months of football every day consumed by, you know, day in and day out football. And I think now it's just some time to spend some time with my family and spend some time with, you know, my kids. And, uh, Hello. Hi, one of his kids. I can't hear you. He said, hi, BB. Hi. He's my little angel. Biggest difference now that I'm older is I have kids now too, you know, and I care about them a lot as well. You know, they've been my biggest supporters my wife is my biggest supporter. It pains her to see me get hit out there. And, um, you know, she deserves what she needs from me as a husband. My kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. You know, I'm going to spend a lot of time with them and, you know, figure out in the future what's, what's next. Does that sound like a guy that right now seems like he wants to get back out on the field? Does he sound like someone that's fully dedicated to football right now? He definitely is not in that mindset. And it's weird to even hear Tom Brady not in that mindset. Like, Mr. Ultra Competitor, just fierce, always wanting to rip the soul out from whoever is in front of him. And he's talking about, you know, his kids and his wife not wanting them to get hit. 
He's he's thinking about the other side. I feel guilty because yeah, his wife doesn't like to see him get hit, but I've spent an entire last twenty years <laughs> loving seeing him get Every hit. Every time he gets hit, yeah, it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Now, I feel like, break his ribs. Yeah, I feel really, really guilty right now. Uh, but it is clear, and yes, it is only a day after that crushing loss where they come all the way back only to have their defense let Cooper Cup of all people get completely wide open and set up an easy field goal for them to lose at at home in the NFC Divisional round. But Tom Brady is not young. We're talking 45 years old. We're talking a guy that, as we discussed yesterday, he can't stretch the field any longer. He is finally resembling last couple of years Drew Brees back there. Defenses don't respect his ability to stretch the field any longer. Can he still get the job done? Sure. Is he still an ultra competitor? Absolutely. But we are getting to the point now. After a loss like that, Tom Brady probably is seriously thinking, what more do I have to give? He hasn't had anything to prove in quite some time. And once you start to get past that and get into, what more do I have to give territory at that age? After that type of loss in the playoffs, it kind of feels like we may be approaching Tom Brady's done territory. Not even approaching, and I think this year, especially after the Super Bowl, when we've just seen this total other side of Brady, and we've been talking about it since he was throwing the Lombardi Trophy to Gronk on mm-hmm. the beach, or not on the beach, but on the on water. The boat. From boat to Much boat. more reckless than the beach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and since he was, you know, drunk Brady walking around looking like me post-brunch. Yeah, like we could relate to that. Yeah, like he's becoming more and more like a docile, like, you know, person who wants to be on the other side of it. Someone who has moved to Tampa. Yes, he's moved to Tampa. He's moved to Tampa. He has turned into true Tampa person. Yeah. And he's on the verge of doing what everyone else does. Yeah. Retiring. In Tampa, He's, all yeah. of the signs point to this being it for Tom Brady. And look at all the stuff he's putting out. He's so much more legacy-focused. And the uh, fact that they came out, what's the um, ESPN uh, documentary series everybody's been watching? Uh, Stone. Not even Tom versus Time. Man in the Arena. Man, Man in, in the, the Arena, arena. Yeah. yeah. So he's putting out Man in the Arena during the season. Mm-hmm. He's doing all of these yeah, videos. Yeah, doesn't that seem like a farewell in and of itself? Exactly. The, like, you're right. The, 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 the uh, cinematic... Legacy documentary. Yeah. That, if anything, is the biggest red flag that it has been crossing his mind that this might be it for him. And for a guy like him that's that competitive, that laser focused, to be putting that out during the season, for him to still be tweeting out those social media media videos during the postseason, I'm just like, this is a guy who's literally on the other side of it. And and it's probably beyond football reasons. Like we can go through the list of reasons why returning to the Buccaneers next year might not be a winning proposition. But beyond yeah. that, lifestyle-wise, there's it just a, seems like it's the right time. Yeah, there's there's a life component to this as well. Like Stone, when, when we knew that him and the Patriots were done, he had that press conference after they lost at home uh, in the, the, the wild card. It, you just knew, based on his mannerisms, that was it. He was done with the Patriots. He was moving on. But we never considered retirement. It was going to be, where was he going to go in free agency. This is different. This language is different. This approach feels different. For the first time, I legitimately feel like Tom Brady might be stepping away, and I wouldn't blame him. This is not me hoping. 
This is not me wishful thinking. He's no longer in the AFC East. I don't give two dams about uh, whether or not Tom Brady plays because he's no longer a two-time-a-year opponent of the Dolphins. Yeah. I, I respect Tom Brady. I've now. appreciated what he's done in Tampa. I've enjoyed it, but it just feels like if he is saying those things, how can we, in our role as sports talkers, deny that he's talking like a guy who's thinking this might be Absolutely. It? I think the difference is when he left New England, he had something to look forward to in Tampa Bay. He had a team and he had weapons. Being away from Belichick. As it sta- <laughs> right. As it stands right now, there's 15 free agents in the offseason. Like, they don't know if Gronk's coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, Brady's going to wait it out to see if, you know, they can make one more push at it. He's just kind of going to wait it out. There's a lot to figure out. We talked yesterday a lot about Green Bay's salary cap hell. Tampa Bay has some major components, some major yeah. free agent components. And Arian said he wasn't sure if they were going to be able to get everybody back. So he that knows they're ago. not going to be able to pretty much. He's like, yeah. that's not happening again. Well, and that's that's football. Yeah. That's the nature of football, too. There's just going to be a lot of turnover, and there's going to be some difficult decisions that you're going to have to make. But more than I've ever thought before, just based on Tom Brady, his discussion with Jim Gray, not only discussing football and a chance to get away from football, but discussing his family, discussing that Giselle hates to see him get hit as often as he does, that doesn't sound like the guy who has been challenging himself and almost bragging about how he wants to play until he's 50. That language came out after he had his career rejuvenation, leaving New England and going to Tampa. Now, he's won a title in Tampa. He fell short with this Tampa team then in a home game. I'm sure he's hurting, but also, what more does he have to prove and what more does he have to give? That might be the most important thing out of all of this. Yeah, and also, what more does the game of football have to give him? doesn't owe him a damn thing. Exactly. Especially not Tampa. He's given Tampa what they went and got Brady for. (laughs) Made him relevant again. Yeah. They were nothing. They were nothing. And in the snap of a finger, he made one decision, and it made Tampa a household name again for the first time in 20 years in the NFL. He doesn't owe Tampa anything. He doesn't owe Bruce Arians anything. He doesn't owe Rob Gronkowski anything. He doesn't know us, certainly not us dopes anything. I would not blame him for walking away. I think this might be it for Tom Brady, and I think that it's legitimate to speculate in NFL without Brady. So here's the question. Next year, Tom Brady will what? Next year, Tom Brady will what? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm, 888-760-3776. Next year, Tom Brady will what? And I say be retired. I think that's it. I think he's done. I think he's hanging it up. I think Tom Brady will be retired next year. Your gut feeling about this, Theo? I believe he also will be retired next year, but I think it also will be a strategy play. I think Tom Brady will retire next year because he knows that he can't return to this Buccaneers team and be a serious Super Bowl contender. Maybe a playoff team. Like they might, they there's a chance they might even miss the playoff. They're all, they came into the year the third oldest team in the NFL, and they're only getting older. Ryan Jensen, his his center who does all the protection for him, a free agent and a very highly coveted free agent. Chris Godwin is not just injured for this year, but he's not coming back until like midseason next year. Yeah. It's just difficult though because that division's bad. The division's bad so you can win the division, but it's yeah. like once you get to the playoffs, you got to get through teams like what you did 
you know, what, sure. this past weekend. Sure. I think Tom Brady retires for sure this year. And, but I don't think, I think, you know, Circa, you're a Chicago guy. I mm-hmm. think you know where I'm leaning here. Mm-hmm. Circa MJ, maybe he stays in shape for a year. He so you think he might come open. back at age 47? He's Tom Brady. Why wouldn't he? he? Don't you think he would love that story even more? Then he can also pinpoint his location. He can have a team that's really set up for him to win again like the Bucks were. The Bucks, because they wanted to bring the band back, get all 22 starters back, they've really pigeonholed themselves into a situation where they're not the best option for Tom Brady next year to win a Super Bowl. If he comes back, it's not going to be good. If he retires this year, it looks good on his legacy record. His, he can do all of his, his you know, documentaries and all of this stuff. And then the return of Brady to Denver or whatever. I don't know. I don't know yeah. where. But the return of Brady <laughs> will be even greater. He's going to uh, rewrite the uh, Peyton Manning playbook. You know, the, the, the L word, the legacy word, that's something I didn't take into account. And you're right. He cares about his legacy, as he should. If I had his story and his career... I would absolutely make sure that my legacy was encased in gold and yeah. uh, documented forever and stories were made of it and a movie was made about it. I absolutely would. He does run the risk. He doesn't want to go out sad. Yeah. He, want, he, he wants to go out with still the thought that I'm a respected, effective quarterback. And you're right. He does run the risk of coming back next year. Things go poorly. How do we think of Brett Favre now? Right. That's Brett a, Favre, that last year in Minnesota, was a disaster. He should have walked away after they went to the NFC Championship game, but he couldn't because he threw that interception. So he wanted look, to come back. That's a great Legacy point. matters. Legacy matters. And that is why I think Tom Brady will be retired. Next year, Tom Brady, to me, will be retired. Theo says retired, but staying in shape for a possible comeback, at least for a year in a location of his choosing. Stone, next year, Tom Brady will what? Launch his farewell tour. I mean, if you think this guy wants to show up to you know places like Pittsburgh and Heinz Field and them show us that he's 24-4 and four there in his career and just go to these cities you know that he's played in, how many years has he been in the league? 19? Uh, I don't, like 87, I think. Seriously, like <laughs> 87 years, yes. Like he wants to go to these cities and kind of, you know, give them a farewell tour. Everyone stand up and clap for him. I think you guys are dead wrong in thinking he doesn't want that kind of stuff. And it, I, he, the man in the arena is something, but he wants it all. And he deserves it all. And we're going to give it to him. But I think he, next season, Tom Brady launches his farewell tour. But. When's the last time a player actually got a a, a football in player? In the NFL, yeah. Got it a, because it's not like he's going to every city, like in the NBA or Major League yeah. Baseball, where it, it, in Major League Baseball you go and uh, you get these weird trinkets from different stadiums, or in the NBA you get the, the scoreboard montage. In football, that doesn't happen. Like, Do you think it matters to him if he goes to Atlanta? And, uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I think it does. He would love to go to Atlanta. I, I just – I don't know <laughs> – I, I don't I don't see a farewell tour in football and also what what would that do what would that how would that lift up Tom Brady he already has access to everybody yeah. everybody's going to be knocking down his door with post career options I just don't see it and to have a farewell tour he might like being acknowledged at midfield before a game and getting a montage in the farewell press conferences but it's not like he's going to have New England on the schedule if New England was on the schedule next year maybe, maybe I could see that. But there's no other place he has a connection to. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hit the same in the NFL. And if you go and you have a bleep-fest season, (sighs) 
then it doesn't matter how many farewells you got. Tom Brady's going to be miserable. I just, this is the time for him to go, I think. You and can, I think he kind of thinks it's the time for him to go. You can argue if he leaves now. Can't you argue he's going out on top? He didn't yeah. win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, like, let's just say I think it almost worked out perfectly for him because if he would have lost that Rams game the way that the game was going, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it's like he probably is way too competitive to go out like yeah, that. Yeah, because then we'd be sitting here saying, oh, he's trash. Exactly. He's done. He's lost it. But now we, we didn't do that. He came back. I love he that. He came back. He came back, and then the Rams saved him uh-huh. by still winning the game. So uh-huh. it's almost like Brady uh-huh. went and tied it up. He came back. He did the Brady thing. The Ram- you know, His defense was incompetent, yeah. so they lost. Right. And so, also, he led the league in passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He led the league in, in yards mm-hmm. and completions. Mm-hmm. And then he led one of the greatest comebacks in playoff history only in his defense came up. Mm-hmm. This is the perfect time to step away, take a year off, and then maybe come back to a, a Pittsburgh or, I don't know, wherever, that's ready for him to come in and win. And then maybe you do the farewell tour, and he can let it be known, hey, I'm coming back for one year in Pittsburgh to play under Tomlin. I've always respected him in the AFC. Whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the place, but. <laughs> Can't you see that? That would be cool. I have a hard time believing that 47-year-old Tom Brady would come back to the NFL and a team would say, yeah, this is good for our competitive, uh, from a competitive standpoint, but who knows? He led the league in passing touchdowns, completions, and yards this year, and he wasn't bad. Like, he can't throw it 80 yards anymore, like Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, but he's still a good quarterback. Uh, but but that's a good call. The 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 wheel of blame can no longer land on Tom Brady for what happened on Sunday. So he comes out of it looking good because he orchestrated the twenty seven to three comeback, and it was the defense that lost the game. Case point. <laughs> I'm done. And, yeah, and so he does. He can go out on top next year. Tom Brady will what next year? Tom Brady will what? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. We'll get to social media. There's a lot of responses. Next year, Tom Brady will what? I say will be retired. Theo says retires but stays in shape for a possible comeback. Stone says he's coming back for a farewell tour. Next year, Tom Brady will what? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and again, at ESPN West Palm on Twitter. Ken Levick Alive presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. That's not going anywhere. No need for a farewell tour because it's at its peak. It's rolling right now. This is how you get into the sports industry, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Success story after success story after success story. Uh, hey, I got my MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic, and now I have this job. Now I'm a full-time employee. Now I'm working in the NFL. Now I'm at ESPN. Uh, now I'm in a big athletic department in Division One athletics. All of those things I mentioned are all things that have taken place with a degree in the NBA sport management program at Florida Atlantic. 22 years. Dr. Jim Reardon, he has built a powerhouse. It's the FAU NBA sport management program. Sign up for classes now, summer and fall semester. FAU.edu slash NBA sport. That's FAU.edu slash NBA sport. The FAU NBA sport management program. Title sponsor of Ken Levick Alive. Next year, Tom Brady will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. When we come back, we take your calls and... 
We're going to play the Aaron Rodgers game as well. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Lavica. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Lavica. And we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Tom Brady, what's he doing next year? And I don't think this is reckless to discuss it now. I think that we've been closer and we're closer now to a Tom Brady retirement than we've ever been. Let's one time, one more time here, Stone. By the way, Ken Levick alive, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Friday Night Lights, Stone Labanowitz. Let's hear Tom Brady one more time from the Let's Go podcast with Jim Gray talking about what's next. Where his mind's at after the Bucks get knocked out of the playoffs by the Rams? Know when I know. And um, it's it's a day after the season. So I think for all of us, you know, we can all decompress a bit. It's been six straight months of football every day consumed by, you know, day in and day out football. And I think now it's just some time to spend some time with my family and spend some time with, you know, my kids. And, uh, Hello. Hi, Vivi. I can't hear you. He said, hi, Vivi. Hi. It's my little angel. Biggest difference now that I'm older is I have kids now too, you know, and I care about them a lot as well. You know, they've been my biggest supporters. My wife is my biggest supporter. It pains her to see me get hit out there. And, um, you know, she deserves what she needs from me as a husband. My kids deserve what they need from me as a dad. You know, I'm going to spend a lot of time with them and, you know, figure out in the future what's, what's next. You know what's bad is if my uh, if one of my daughters interrupted my uh, my Zoom show that I'm doing, yeah. I would not have been like, "Here's my little angel." I've been like, "Go, go, go in the other room! <laughs> I told you not to bother me." That would have been my approach. Tom Brady probably a better father and human being than I am. He's handled it better. Man. He, he definitely better. did. That sounds like a guy who maybe not a foot out the door, but a guy who's at least seriously contemplating. A guy who sees a little bit of the writing on the wall, not only with his team's situation, but I think with his abilities situation. Like you said, he, he, he led the league in yards, touchdowns, but he's not the same Tom Brady. Like, he's not. And you have some tough decisions to make on that roster that is not going to help. Going back to that, uh, there's a price to pay when you try to become the last bastion of career success for so many guys, like the Bucks became the let's go play with Brady for a couple of years and try and capture lightning in a bottle. That's the approach the Bucks took. Yeah, It worked. Uh, injuries did them in this year. And I listen, he, he has nothing more to prove, and I don't know how much more he legitimately has to give without us starting to question him if things go south next year. This is not going to last forever. It's not. And I know he's defied age for years and years and years now, but at some point there is going to be a reverting to the mean with him. And he's going to struggle, and his legacy is going to take a hit if he hangs on too long. He doesn't want that stuck to him. More than any other person that's played the game, he does not want that stuck to him. He does not want a, a Montana in the Chiefs year, a Jordan in the Wizards jersey year. He doesn't want to no. look bad. So I, I think for Tom Brady right now, 
especially when you hear him answer that question, if you notice, it, it wasn't anything about like, oh, you know, I want to talk to my guys and I owe something to that locker room or Arians. Or, he, he didn't even talk about football in that answer. It was all about family. Mm-hmm. It was all about his wife not wanting to see him get hit, his kids that he has an obligation to. It, he is really looking at lifestyle-wise, hey, it's about that time. I've done what I had to do. Yeah, yeah. He, He's literally uh, – what else What else could he do that would be like, oh, my goodness, Brady. I mean, that guy's the best. He's already the best. He couldn't uh, – yeah, yeah, I I know. It's nothing, it's There's nothing, nothing left. There's nothing more to achieve with that. So I think he's going to retire. And what better weekend to end it on? Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, if they both retire after what was the greatest football weekend of all time, wouldn't that just make it even more epic when we look back on it? Think about that. We watched two – the ascension of two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. And on the other side, we watched the end of two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks and Brady and Rodgers. That would be perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think that it would be much more palatable if one of them lost to Joe Burrow and the other lost to either Mahomes or Allen. So you could say that we passed the torch, but instead Tom Brady lost to Matt Stafford (laughs) who picked picked up playoff win number two in his career. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers was beaten again Mm. by Jimmy Garoppolo. So I don't know if that would have the the positive effect on their legacy that maybe you're going for there. Because again, if you get beat by Burrow and you get beat by Allen or Mahomes, then you feel a little bit better. Unfortunately, the opponents on the end NFC side of things were not nearly as feel-good story, the ascension of the next great quarterback. If you're Aaron Rodgers and you lost at home to Jimmy G, <laughs> that's not going to feel good. Well, well, you know what? He he warned those 49ers on draft night that they would, they would hate not drafting him. And boy, did he make them pay four times in the playoffs, right? Mm, or was he on four? Oh, yeah, it was, oh, yeah, was, was on four. Around. Was on, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, with only uh, one more Super Bowl championship than the 49ers in the entire span oh. of uh, uh, of his career. That's tough. Yeah, that is tough. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, Friday Night Lights, Stone Lebanowitz. Next year, Tom Brady will what? I say retire Theo's going with, yeah, he's retiring, but he's going to stay in shape just in case there's a comeback to be had. Uh, Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights, says Brady's greedy. Brady's selfish. Yeah. Brady wants a farewell tour. Tom Brady will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's get to the phones. Let's start in Texas. That's where Skyler is. Skyler's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Skyler. Hey, guys. Um, I'm going to say he does not retire. I just don't know how. Not that he has more to prove, obviously. Nothing more there. But you finish leading the league in uh, passing touchdowns, leading the league in yards, and second MVP voting. I just don't know how you don't want. I mean, he he's still got to have that competitive desire. He knows he can still perform at least for one more year. I do think the uh, the farewell tour, I think he would appreciate that as long as we got to see what they do um, with off-season signing guys back, free agency. Um, that definitely, I'd say, plays a lot into it. But my question, and I kind of want to turn it around, if he does retire, you guys said it yourselves, the Bucks pretty much can take that division if they want. What do they do with the quarterback position if he's gone? Do no we idea. look at well, free agency, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, any of those guys, or 
They got Blaine Gabbard yeah. and uh, Kyle Trask. Where do we go? Yeah, I think that that would be more of a let's go get a free agent. It worked once. Why not try it again? And the thing that Brady has done is he has made Tampa Bay an attractive option now for a quarterback. And I think Russell Wilson could very well be in a discussion like that. And I know that there are uh, – they don't have the, the draft capital to go get a Deshaun Watson. That's still going to be a Dolphins or a Panthers or one of those teams. But, yeah, I think they would go the free agency route. There's no way after the ride they've had the last two years where they say, oh, yeah, Blaine Gabbert, take the keys. Yeah, no, there's no way. And, and Bruce Arians already hinted towards that. He says he wants Brady back if Brady doesn't come back then they'll you know they'll mull over the decisions like they did when Brady was a free agent yeah so. Scholar, appreciate the call good call I listen I I get that yeah I, he's still competitive and the juices are still flowing by the way I still don't know what competitive juices are and we use that all the time but what exactly are competitive juices uh I think it's like sweat blood tears yeah it's a mixture of all three if you if you take the sweat the blood and the tears you put it in like one of those juicer and that's competitive things, juices that's what Tom Brady drinks every morning yeah got it got it I that I actually wouldn't put that past him TB12 baby weirdo in his menu and his d- daily intake <laughs> of whatever he puts into his body uh Tom Brady will what Next year, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Uh, on Twitter says, launch the men's version of Goop. So sort of along the lines yeah. of, uh, you know, the blood, sweat, and tears, you mix that into competitive juices, he could go the Gwyneth Paltrow route, and he does enough weird stuff with organic foods that I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, have you ever looked at what Gwyneth Paltrow, by the way, sells no. on, on Goop? No clue. There is, um, there's like um, a feces freshener. Uh, she's weird. Yeah. She is astonishingly bizarre. Um, but I can see it because he's he's weird too. He's a little bizarre. Too. He's, yeah, he's a little off. Up that alley. Uh, Hooter hater uh, tweets: damage his legacy by hanging on just a little too long. Listen, in baseball, you can be washed. You're finished up. Derek Jeter's final year in baseball. He doesn't do anything. He was average. But baseball, you can get away with a farewell tour because it's basically 162 games of respect given to you. So if you suck, it doesn't matter because people are there to actually see you and send you off. You're going to get voted into an all-star game because the all-star game still matters. And then at the end of the year, you walk off into the sunset. Football's not like that. You're not going to every stadium. And everything is so hyper-focused. One game a week. Everything is important. You're either in a playoff chase or you're not. It's not It's not the same in football. You can't have a farewell tour like you can have in other sports that are elongated seasons yeah. because everything's so live and die. You can go on a five-game losing streak in the NBA, and you know what? It's okay. Five-game losing streak in the NFL, you're done. And there will be more questions about why Tom Brady can't get it done anymore and why the Buccaneers have fallen out of the playoff picture, then there will be, oh, so Tom, how was your final trip to Arizona? <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It, it does. Yeah, it, 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 was, it, was, it was hot and we lost. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I, I think, too, with, with Tom Brady, I mean, there is just the risk-reward of coming back to this Bucks team specifically next year because it's not like he's a – I want everybody to keep in mind, Tom Brady's not a free agent. So if you have if your yeah. idea out there is oh he can just go to no he it's the he's bucks or nothing yeah it's either bucks or retire and for the risk reward of coming to back to the bucks and going for it again because Brady doesn't improve his legacy by winning a wild card game or winning a divisional round game or even making a Super Bowl 
The only way you could ever say, hey, Brady's legacy changes at all from next season is if he wins another Super Bowl, which is just not happening with that Bucks team next year. I could see a scenario, though, where they back their way into the playoffs and then he comes up with a heroic performance in the wild card and they win it and then they get bombed out in the divisional round. But if he does win a playoff game next year, depending on how the regular season goes, yeah. I could see people saying that was his one last gasp. It's sort of like Marino. Unfortunately, his last game, they lost 62-7. to But you remember, you probably don't. No, You're do a child. Not, yeah. I'm a very old man. They went to Seattle and won the week before in the wild card. And the discussion leading up to that Jacksonville game was, does Marino have more playoff magic left in him? The answer to that was a resounding no. <laughs> but it, there is something to be said for, for winning a single playoff game when people aren't expecting it. But I don't know if Brady comes back if he anticipates that the Bucks are a 9-8 and eight team. He's a smart guy. Ten and seven. Brady knows what is what that Bucks team is capable of, and he also knows that they're not getting any younger. And there's no way that team gets better. Well, that's the thing; they're not getting younger. And you're right; they're not getting better. Like they only can get worse. It's not like they're going to get better. And teams in the NFC around them have the opportunity for upward progression, and they might get better. So again, he's just putting himself in a situation where, of course, he'll win the division. Yeah, but, division sucks. Yeah, the, but that's <laughs> not the end game for. Tom Brady. Tom Brady wants Super Bowl or nothing. He's not coming back to win one wild card game or get into the divisional round again. He can give two dams about an NFC yeah. South championship. Hell no. Uh-uh. Super Bowl or bust for Tom Brady. He knows this Buccaneers team is not a Super Bowl ready team. So I just think he retires. Uh, David has tweets. Brady will float rumors about his retirement at the end of next season to gain more attention. I don't know if Brady's like that though. Is he? Is he a uh, an attention? monger like that uh, yeah he's got the man in the arena yeah he has... he's not lebron james he's not yeah. that level of attention yeah, 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 yeah. hunting i yeah i don't know if he would float rumors i could like aaron Rodgers is yeah. who i would peg that on not tom brady necessarily uh coach clark to a till return for one final year and do his retirement tour the bucks will make the playoffs but be uh but be very average because we'll be saying goodbye to the true goat why? But why? In the NFL, also... he doesn't. I don't think he needs a farewell tour, just like he doesn't need attention with leaked rumors about what he's going to do. And don't you think the NFL is too brutal of a sport for guys to sign up to just be on Brady's farewell tour? I'm going to go bang my head in 50 times yeah. a game just That's so I can say bye to yeah. Brady? Why would, why would Tom Brady go on a farewell tour after saying my wife doesn't like seeing me <laughs> get my brains beaten in? That you think that really defenders bad. are going to let up on him because it's his farewell tour? They're going to pick him up and nestle him gently onto the turf? Yeah. No. Football's not a farewell tour Football's sport. not a farewell tour sport. It does not Work like that. Next year, Tom Brady will what? I think retire. So does Theo. Stone says farewell tour. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can hit us up on Twitter at ESPN West Palm. When we return, we turn this on Aaron Rodgers because he also sounds like someone who doesn't necessarily have his current home on his mind any longer. Aaron Rodgers, what is he doing next year? Because his situation is perhaps more fascinating and definitely potentially more volatile Mm. as well. 
He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. Ricky messages the show. Tom Brady will still have one of the hottest wives in the world. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, he will. That's unless something catastrophic happens. <laughs> well, my wife is the hottest wife in the world. Just in case she's listening. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that that last comment though killed any sincerity that she may have felt uh, was headed her way. Yeah, yeah. But just in case, I have the hottest wife in the world. There. Is that good? We'll, we'll, we'll uh, clip it out in the podcast version right, part, that you can go yeah, check yeah. out. Look, look what I said about you on the show today. Yeah, yeah. Send it to her email. Oh, Aww, yeah. Life is good. Ken Levick Alive presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Thank you. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. And, of course, Stone Labanowitz Friday Night Lights. Tom Brady next year will what? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. And again, I don't, I don't think Tom Brady has the need for a farewell tour. I don't think Tom Brady needs everything that comes with that, partly because a farewell tour in football could mean a torn Achilles. It could mean a ripped-up MCL. Yeah. It could mean broken ribs. Farewell tours in the NBA and in baseball are much different. Those are fun. Yeah, those are fun. Those are good. Those are celebratory. In football, you're getting hunted. That's no way to go through a farewell tour being hunted. Not at 46 years old, especially. That's no way to go through that. Uh, We've been talking about Tom Brady. Me and Theo think that he's going to retire. Theo thinks he might have a comeback in his future. I think he's done. Now Aaron Rodgers. Let's do him. Stone, let's hear Aaron Rodgers after the game, after the loss, to the 49ers, because he was pretty clear about what he did not want to be a part of in Green Bay. Here is Aaron Rodgers after being outdueled by Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers on Saturday night. You know, so many guys' contracts are up or on the brink or salary cap stuff, so a lot of decisions to be made. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild uh, if, you know, if I'm going to keep playing. So uh, a lot of decisions, you know, in the next couple months. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. A lot of decisions to be made over the next couple of months. Next year, Aaron Rodgers, I think will still be playing, but it's not going to be in Green Bay. Yeah. I think that ship has sailed. And it's not just because Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. I think the organization, parts of the organization, and the fan base, they've already talked themselves into it. They're okay. They're at peace with Aaron Rodgers departing for a variety of reasons. Some of it being that, let's be clear, Aaron Rodgers has a deserved reputation of not performing in the playoffs. It reared its head again. And he's just sort of a pain in the ass now off the field. Yeah, he, he's uh, he, he's overstayed his welcome, which is weird to say about a future Hall of Fame quarterback and a guy who is still an elite talent at the most important position of all of sports. But Aaron Rodgers, he kind of wears on people, and when he's around those people and, and when these fan bases have to continue to support him and also defend him, like 
Packers fans are low-key tired of defending Aaron Rodgers at a certain point, right? Like, they've, they're a little dejected now because they've run out of excuses for him. That's the thing. How, how much more can you defend the guy? And there's, there's, no, there's no defending the guy anymore. Yeah. In fact, uh, Marcus Spears got into it with, uh, with Jeff Saturday uh, this morning on, uh, on Get Up on ESPN. And uh, Marcus Spears, it's not like he, he had a ton of context to what he was fighting with Jeff Saturday about when it comes to Aaron Rodgers' reputation, but he is, he's, he's right because Aaron Rodgers hasn't given you any reason over the last decade plus to believe that he can make a deep playoff run and actually win the biggest games. Listen to this exchange this morning from Get Up. You look at his extraordinary talent to say to have the playoff record that he has, yeah. however much of that is and isn't on the quarterback, and to only have one championship. It does those yes. two things don't seem I to think match that up. Is, it's very disappointing, and I think it's an underachievement for them as an organization in its time. Right. But it's a single elimination tournament. Weird things happen. I'm sure that if you could play, has more than one career numbers to other quarterbacks. Anyone who has numbers like that probably has more than one. Super- and the reason I take this per- because I was on a team with Peyton, and he yeah. got all the blame for every playoff loss that we didn't get done is oh he can't get it done now he's going to four super bowl one two like however it looks to place it on one player is silly that he's not it's just so bad for you. it's just so bad for you to keep saying we placing it on one player right it's just so bad for you to say bad. that jeff that's the easy way out to say Kyle, that we talk about big, Aaron Rodgers in the same the thing as the greatest quarterbacks ever he has missed way more than they yeah, Jeff Spears was fed up. <laughs> Jeff, I get I get what Jeff Saturday's trying to say. Peyton Manning early in his career and even at the midway point of his career got unfair constant blame over the Colts' failures. But as we spelled out yesterday, who is Peyton Manning falling victim to more often than not? Thomas Brady. Yeah, yeah. That's it, different. Yeah. I mean, I just – there's no comparison. There's just not. Yeah. I mean, it, There's not. Jimmy Garoppolo two times. That can't happen. Also, no. uh, who, who was it before? Oh, Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen – I saw the list recently. I guess Russell – I think when I looked at the list, Russell Wilson was the best quarterback that outed Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. And if you look at that list versus the guys that was beating up on Peyton Manning in the AFC, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah. Enough said. I, I just, it, it, when, when, when you look at the 17-year career of Aaron Rodgers and the, the number of playoff appearances he made, I mean, he has come up woefully short compared to other quarterbacks with similar resumes. You put up his regular season numbers, he is arguably the greatest of all time. The best quarterback of all time. And then you look in the postseason, and it's just a free fall. Yeah. From wins, from production, and fine. Yes, it's 11 men to a side, okay? But if you're comparing that position and other greats at that position, there is one guy, number 12, in green and gold, who has come up way, way shorter than his contemporaries at that position. So, Jeff... I get Jeff trying to defend the quarterback and he's trying to make the Peyton Manning comparison, but it's not an accurate comparison because Peyton Manning had a much 
deeper pool of quarterbacks and talented quarterbacks that were keeping him initially from the ultimate prize. That has not been the case with Aaron Rodgers in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and I've always been the guy to criticize. I'm the guy that points out, hey, Peyton Manning's playoff record doesn't look so hot, but he has reasons for it. Like, I'm not – I wouldn't use that to say that Peyton Manning is a guy that wasn't good in the playoffs. I mean, he had his stinkers for sure. But, like, what Aaron Rodgers did this past weekend against those 49ers, and I don't want to take anything away from that 49ers defense, which was excellent, and they game-planned and executed perfectly – if you're going to call yourself again, capital A, Aaron Rodgers, if you're going to be on the Mount Rushmore of quarterbacks of my generation, I need you to show me something there. Yeah. Do I think that if Josh Allen was there on those Green Bay Packers, uh, I think he would have made a few more plays. I think he would have overcome what they were showing him on the other side of the ball. Not to say he's better than him legacy-wise, but again, don't be considered with the GOATs and then start coming up with excuses why you couldn't score more than 13 points on the 49ers. So I think home. Aaron Rodgers is going to request a trade. Aaron yep. Rodgers is going to get traded. And I think you could still get a... I'm, I'm not going to fall into that trap of a first-round pick. Multiple first-round picks. You think so? I think so. Guaranteed. Guaranteed? Come on. What makes you think anything less than that, though? Because the Packers... If I'm an NFL team... If I'm gonna, so, so what teams would have interest? Because the 49ers are not going to have interest now in Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, not after what they did to him. Yeah. Denver? <laughs> Denver, okay. Denver's thirsty, too. Carolina? No. Because they're going to Deshaun Watson? Well, because, yeah, I think they need a younger quarterback because they're not ready this year. They may think and say they are, but Aaron Rodgers is not going to Carolina. Houston? No. They're not ready. They need a younger guy, too. Aaron Rodgers has to go to a place like Denver, like maybe Pittsburgh. New Orleans. Boom. But they don't – where's the the offensive talent around him there might not – like he might need a package deal where Devontae Adams could get out there. So let's see. Three – we've identified three teams potentially who would have interest in Aaron Rodgers. What about like Washington? No. No? No. Coaching-wise, and we we saw how fugazi the defense was this year. And offensively, you got one guy, Terry McLaurin, but what else is there? All right, let's just go with hypothetical three teams have interest. Yeah. You think that one of those teams is going to have to put up multiple first-round picks for a late 30s pain in the ass who, if the same COVID protocols remain next year, could put you at a competitive disadvantage? Coming off an MVP season? How much did Matt Stafford get? I I can't remember. I think it was two first-round picks. Uh, Could you check that Friday Night Lights? I don't remember off the top of my head. I believe – I know it was at least one first-round pick. I want to say it was two first-round picks. And if Matt Stafford goes – for even one first-round pick, you don't think Aaron Rodgers is worth two? I just – maybe I'm a terrible GM, but I would say, fine, uh, a first-round pick and then multiple Then seconds. they would say no, and then you don't get Aaron Rodgers and you have to trot out <laughs> Drew Locke. So this, yeah, uh, so. I like how Theo, Ken Levick, a general manager, would have <laughs> Drew Locke in the wings waiting to take over the franchise if he couldn't land Aaron Rodgers. That's a what, a what disrespect in the job I would do as an NFL general manager. Aaron Rodgers – Next year, will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Next year, Aaron Rodgers will what? I think we're in agreement. He's not retiring, but he might make noise about it, but he's not going to, but he's also not going to play in Green Bay. No way. That's a done deal. That's not happening. Aaron Rodgers next year will what? And you can also give us your Tom Brady hypothetical as well. Next year, Tom Brady will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Next year, Aaron Rodgers will what? And next year, Tom Brady will what? I have an idea. Yeah. Maybe they should do 
like KG and Paul Pearson team up and go somewhere and they alternate snaps. So you're talking you're you're talking wait, who are you talking here? I'm talking Tom Brady and Aaron. Oh, oh, both of them. <laughs> I thought you were talking like Rodgers and Luck. No, no. Oh, uh, okay. Why would Andrew Luck come out? I, I meant Luck. Time? I meant oh, Luck. Okay, Luck. Drew Luck. Yeah, I was like, now, Andrew Luck, that would be a shocker. That's a curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say Tom Brady and you have to go somewhere that really needs two quarterbacks, like the Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I like your unconventional thinking yeah. when it comes to football. Next year, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers will what? Next year, Tom Brady will what? Theo now thinks he's talked himself into there'll be a package deal and yes. they're going to alternate possessions or maybe even alternate snaps. That'll be great. Next year, Tom Brady will. <laughs> Next year, Aaron Rodgers will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Are they going to retire? Are they going to be in a different location? Uh, are they going to be traded? Or... Are they just going to go start a podcast and live on a desert <laughs> island? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Uh, real quick, let me tell you about uh, EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is, yes, EDS is where you go for all your air conditioning needs. Now, right now, it's cool. You don't need the AC. Everything is good. Some of you, some of you who are soft may have flipped on your heat. Stone. Actually, stone. Yeah. I know stone's soft. South Florida guy. Ooh, I've got goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah, throwing on that heat. Uh, But just know, enjoy this now because in the snap of a finger, it's going to be hot and humid and gross and sweaty and stinky and bad. And if your AC goes down, well, you're in deep trouble. It is bad for you. EDS is, yes, that's where EDS air conditioning comes in. This respite right now with the temperature, this is when you take advantage of EDS air conditioning so you don't have your AC completely fail. You can have maintenance now. You can get the work done, and you know that you're going to be okay because if you wait and it gets hot, guess what happens? It goes down and you're headed to a hotel. Then you're paying big time dollars. EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Go to edsairconditioning.com. Get your appointment. They're planning their schedules around you, their maintenance schedule around you. They're unique. They've been doing it since 2006, and they're a trained comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train using the best equipment. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com. Calm. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll skip in hour number two. Is that good, Stone? Can we uh, adjust here since uh, we're late here in hour one? Uh, all right, I'm getting the thumbs up. Perfect. So when we come back, your hypotheticals, Brack and back. Next year, Tom Brady will. Next year, Aaron Rodgers will. Let's just go around the horn real quick. I think Tom Brady is retiring. Theo says Tom Brady retiring, but staying in shape for a possible comeback. Mm. Eating kale. Uh, Stone Labanowitz says farewell tour for Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers, we across the board think that he is playing somewhere next year. He's going to request a trade, but it, he's not playing with the Packers. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's bank through some calls when we come back. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levick. Hey, apropos of nothing, we'll get back to uh, to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but I just noticed uh, the Heat are going to uh, whoop that Knicks ass tomorrow uh, down at FTX Arena. 
Just saying. In a game you'll listen to right here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Tom Brady will. Aaron Rodgers will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick Alive presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. This is the start of Hour 2. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Everything is run by Friday Night Lights, the former high school football legend himself, Stone Labanowitz. Uh, we've gotten uh, some reaction here on social media. We're just we're predicting the future today, Theo. That's what we're doing. We're prognosticating, yeah. as they say in the business. What is Aaron Rodgers going to do? What is Tom Brady going to do? I think that Tom Brady is is out. I think Tom Brady is going to retire. I think that that's a done deal. Aaron Rodgers, we all agree that he's going to play still. I think he's going to play still. He's going to threaten to retire, but he's also going to force a trade from the Packers. Yeah. That's not happening. Yeah, yeah. And he's a he's a back-to-back now, or soon to be back-to-back MVP in the league. He still is that good, and there are many teams that want to have him. He will find a place to play next year, but it won't be Lambeau. And then Aaron Rodgers, we we, we said, uh, who would be interested in him? The Broncos. Broncos. The Saints. Saints, yes. And the, ooh. Well, you know what? The Seahawks might also be in that realm Could if be. they lose Wilson. but Could be. There was a third team that we had. What was, was the third better. team, Stone? See, the, I don't know if we had a third team, but I did want to mention Vegas. The Vegas. Oh, the Raiders. I hear that here and there, but what do they have? Renfro and, and Waller, like, in, the, in a solid defense? And Devontae Adams? Oh. I mean, they are a playoff team. They are a playoff team, and, and maybe Devontae Adams. So you think yeah. Devontae Adams yeah, would trade Yeah, I think, fine, his, you can throw Vegas in there. He would trade his college co- or his college quarterback, Derek Carr, to go play with Aaron Rodgers in Derek Carr's former team. You think he would do that? To- oh, I like that. That would be so screwed it's up. It's a cutthroat business, dude. <laughs> it's a cutthroat <laughs> business. So up. Tom Brady will, Aaron Rodgers will next year. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Jay is in Boca. Jay is on Ken Levick Alive. Jay, what's going on, bud? Oh, you just stole my thunder, across. I thought that they're going to trade Rodgers for Carr because Adams already said he wants yeah. to play in, yeah. in Las Vegas. And also, to blow everyone's mind, <laughs> uh, Brady's going to go back to New England. How about that? Jay. Wow. Jay, come on. <laughs> Yay. So, so this was him, so him and Belichick to kiss and make up, and also one more for the road. Uh uh-uh. uh. All right. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a Patriots I think fan. we know where Jay's NFL <laughs> allegiance is. Honestly, there's a better chance of a meteor, a a an iron ore filled meteor. Yeah. 40 kilometers long hitting this planet and killing us in the next three months than there is of Tom Brady heading back to uh, to New England. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Brady to to go back there after all of that and after all the, the, the smug responses and all of that, there's no way. Yeah. that's Neither uh, one of those guys would want that, Belichick nor Brady. Now, by the way, you can tell that I just watched uh, Don't Look Up. Hey, Don't on, Look Up was uh, a pretty interesting it's movie. It's an yeah. awesome movie. When you said that, I thought about Don't yeah, Look yeah, Up. Yeah. That, movie, like, that movie is <laughs> I think that movie is more than okay. I think that movie's excellent. That's really one of the movie. better one of the better Netflix movies that's been put out there. Because sure. whatever that drivel was, the Ryan Reynolds Rock Gal Gadot movie, Red something. Red Notice. Red Notice. That movie sucked hard. <laughs> I mean, and I love The Rock. And I love Ryan Reynolds. Like that's my all time man crush. Yeah. But Red Notice was crap. 
Mm. But Next don't look up. up. Good. Don't look up was really, really good. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of hilarious moments. Oh in yeah, 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 yeah. You can't go wrong with Jonah Hill ever in he's, any movie he's that great. he's ever made. Yeah. The best. Uh, Mark is in West Palm. Mark is on Ken Levick alive. Hey, Mark. Hey, what's up, guys? So, first off, I just wanted to remind you all that part of the compensation for Matthew Stafford, including eating Jared Goff's contract, so it wasn't purely based on Got the idea it. of Stafford. Yep. So let's not forget that. Yep. That's a big piece. Sure. Now, you ready? Here it comes. All right. Aaron Rodgers starts week one in Tampa after Brady retires. <laughs> yes. Tampa lets Chris Godwin walk and signs Devontae Adams. There's Jeez. no way he's going to AFC team. There's no way. As much as I dislike him, he's way too smart to go where Patrick Mahomes and um, Josh Allen are. Yeah. Well, it's and it's going to have point. to work for. I mean, obviously the the Packers are going to want the Bucks to give up something. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, Mark, that is a utopia. That is absolutely where I head to. And it crossed my mind when we were talking earlier that Tampa would be a good destination for Aaron Rodgers. If if you were if Aaron Rodgers was here right now and he heard you say that, he would give you an absolute hell yes on on that idea. But you you think Brady's done, right, Mark? I think Brady's done for sure. Yeah. Definitely done. Yeah. Appre- appreciate the call, Mark. I like his idea. The only thing is they would need whoever they – I forget the guy's name for the Heat. The Heat salary cap guy. They would need that kind of genius to restructure contracts and be Andy able to make Ellsberg. things work. Andy Ellsberg, yeah. yeah. To be able to make those kind of things work to where you're able to absorb what Aaron Rodgers' contract would be and create – you know, Devontae Adams is not going there to play for free. He is a top receiver oh, in the league. Gotta, he wants to be paid like a top receiver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to be the highest paid receiver. He has to be the highest paid receiver in the league. Plus, to bring back enough talent around them with all the free agents like Ryan Jensen, mm-hmm. you're going to have to figure things out. What is the – what is the uh, – and I, I don't know this off the top of my head. This is what happens when you just throw out hypotheticals and you start spitballing <laughs> it. Uh, but that's the type of show we do. We're not really going to prepare. We're yeah, going to talk. Just, yeah. what, what, what is the Bucks' ammunition, though, with, with draft picks? They have picks? their draft picks. Okay. They have their draft picks. So I think they have the 27th pick this year uh, in the first round because mm-hmm. they made the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah, they've, they've got a first-round pick. They've got, and next year. they got next year's okay, too. Okay, so, you can give that up. So they can give up two first-round picks. Maybe, you know, maybe that's, that, maybe that's enough. Yeah, and, yeah. I, it could be. I mean, Aaron Rodgers would absolutely sign off on that. Yeah. Going to Tampa would fit. Everything that Aaron Rodgers would be looking Adams for. Adams on one side, Mike Evans on the other side, and then you got like Scotty Miller or yeah. whatever. And-, and you get to live and play in the free state of Florida. Yeah. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 1063. Next year, Tom Brady will what? Next year, Aaron Rodgers will what? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Oh, I'm dreading bringing this man in. Uh, Mike in Wellington. Mike, are you okay, bud? Oh, Ken, I think you remember me. I had to use a sick day yesterday. I was just miserable. I couldn't even go into work. <laughs> I, had a, I had a feeling that you were, you were struggling a little bit. Now that you're two days removed, are you seeing a little bit of sunshine now? Uh, I am, Ken. But look, I think I have a feeling that Tom Brady's going to do one more year only because he's always had that age of 45 playing at 45 in his mind. And I feel if we can bring back some of these main core guys, you know, Godwin, Evan, Fournette. If we can get these guys back on the roster, stay healthy, I can see him doing one more year and then hanging it up. I don't see him going back to New England. 
I don't see Rodgers wanting to come to Tampa because then he'll be – they're always getting compared, you know. Who's the greatest? Brady, you know, Rodgers. Yes. I don't see – And that's the argument I don't see against. Rodgers following. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be in the Tom Brady shadow. Tough. And then uh, you've always been compared to Brady. Then you inherit what Brady had, and you still pull the same Aaron Rodgers Ooh. playoff poopiness. Uh, that would be a problem. Mike, uh, appreciate the call. Here's where the Buccaneers – have a benefit in retaining Brady if he wants to come back. They're not going to have the roster overhaul the Packers are going to be forced into with that salary cap situation because that team, while it's not getting any younger, they also have guys that are at stages in their career where they're going to make concessions on their contract. Yeah. Because it's become a ring-chasing franchise. It's become a championship or bust organization. They've just decided once they got Brady, that changed everything. They became a short-term franchise as opposed to a long-term franchise. Someday that's going to beat them up. But now, there's still an, hey, we think we have enough and immediacy if we can take enough guys on minimums and they want a title. Let's go for it. They become a legacy team. Well, that's why Brady went there. The, the only problem with that theory, too, is that the most important guy that they need to bring back in Ryan Jensen, the center, this is his chance to swing at that big, like, this life-changing contract. This is his big contract. free agent year, yeah. Yeah, and, and anybody would love to have him. I know Bears fans are clamoring to go get him to pair him with Justin Fields. Like, he is the top two, top three center in the league right now. I don't think he's going for the discount. He already got his ring. Uh, on social media, at ESPN West Palm, next year Aaron Rodgers will, Steve Thomas says, still be immunized. Fair enough. He will. And probably accurate. Uh, and again, uh, Aaron Rodgers' definition of immunized and ours is a little bit different. Ours involves needles. His involves like charcoal on his chest and uh, drinking the sap out of exotic flowers in British Columbia. Hey, you know, whatever works. Uh, Alexander Emmett tweets, uh, take the Jets to a Super Bowl. Or join Belichick. Take One that's not happening with the Jets. That, well, we're maybe you can take Ross. them on a field trip to the Super Bowl. He could. He could. Hey, guys, get on the plane. <laughs> get, get on the plane. Or he'll be taking a couple of private jets ah, to a Super what Bowl. He meant. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This guy's yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, this that, guy's that, good. that's actually pretty, pretty realistic. Or join Belichick. Where is this coming from with uh, with with both Brady Rogers and Belichick? Do you think Do you think Aaron Rodgers wants to go play for Bill Belichick? No, and no. do you think the Patriots are just going to bail on Mac Jones and go get Aaron Rodgers, who would, again, Bill Belichick doesn't like distractions. You know how furious <laughs> he would be when uh, Aaron Rodgers is making his weekly Pat McAfee appearance and then popping up on Dr. Joe Rogan every five weeks? Yeah. That's not happening. Bill Belichick is not dealing with that. That would be a bad marriage, if you will. Is that any different than Cam Newton showing up in a hat? And, That's and much different. Cam Newton showing That's up in a hat and Aaron Rodgers <laughs> pontificating on, uh, uh, on on conspiracy theories with Pat McAfee. Eh, just a little bit different. And also showing his feet in press conferences like, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I was heartened to see, though, when Aaron Rodgers did show his feet. He's got those uh, finger toes. And I can relate because my toes are long as hell. Yeah. I, I'm a short guy, but my toes, I've always felt like a freak. Because my pinky toe is like the size of a thumb. Wow. Yeah, no, it's long. It's long, and I always felt like I was, I was in the minority yeah. with that. Um, because the rest of my family, you know people that have that little tiny stubby pinky toe with that really weird nail that's yeah. just like one sliver? Uh, most of the people in my family have that, except I have a thumb. 
for a pinky toe, but he had the the finger toes. And so I appreciated an elite athlete yeah. had the same toes as me. I, I do have a question. How much time did you spend examining all of your family members' feet? That's well, the question. you know, I've got a thing. I've got a thing for feet. Rex right? Ryan's it doesn't style, matter. Who it? Yeah, not quite that, but, you know, I'm interested in it. <laughs> Stone, how do you feel? Are you a foot guy like him? Are you studying all your family members' feet and checking out toes? I mean, as soon as Ken started talking about his toes, I zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you were starting to get tingly. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. like, hey, As well, soon as you started talking about toes, I started to feel a little thing in the nether yeah, regions. Right? Ken, yeah, those finger toes yeah that's right hey and, and there's a little bit of hair on her it's awesome now here's the thing about toes though okay like i am i'm not i know people that are disgusted by feet just the mere sight of them yeah how is that possible it's a body part but also i don't get the people that are attracted to feet what is it about any human's foot where you'd say mm, that got me going hmm. that uh that 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 ingrown nail <laughs> <laughs> Those barefoot oh, in the airport. Hey, oh, that, that I, hangnail hey, is hot. Like oh, Nelly the underside said. of your feet have debris from your kitchen on it. Hell yeah. Let's hey, get it. I'm a sucker for cornrows and pedicure toes. Hmm. I still don't. No, I, okay, I don't care if your toes are look line, good. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> and manic, still, he said manicured I, toes. I didn't actually. stand by Nelly when he said it initially, and I still don't stand <laughs> with Nelly. He that. also said manicured toes, and it's supposed to be a pedicure. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for. You're right. Corn right. rolls and manicured toes. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. He screwed that up. He butchered that. And Who, it, it doesn't matter. It made him a lot of money. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. Here's the thing. You screw up like that, it doesn't matter because his bank account yeah. uh, reflected something differently. Uh, Mike Hirsch says Aaron Rodgers next year will be hosting a show on Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> he might start doing that this year. Aaron Rodgers, Tucker Carlson complaining about M&Ms with faces. That that uh, that's very realistic. In fact, yeah. And who's taking the Christmas out of Starbucks or something? You know, I think they can have a good. Uh, oh man, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers would have the highest rated show on television. Yeah. Tucker and Aaron weeknights on mm-hmm. Fox News. Chris Bartels, he'll have his own podcast and eventually be a political figure that people want. He will have his own podcast eventually. Aaron Rodgers has podcaster written all over him. I don't know if he will be. I don't a political... think he'll get into politics though. Yeah, because he's not. He's still not likable enough. Like. You may agree with him. Like, if you're on the side that he's siding with, you may agree with him. But, like, how many people are going to like him? He's not I don't a likable guy. But I don't think it matters. You don't, you don't have to be liked to get into politics any longer as long as you just take a side and people magnetize you're right, towards yeah. you. Uh, I, I, again, I don't see him delving into politics because I don't think he has that much of an interest. But I could see him evolving into one of the deep thinkers who starts endorsing candidates and and it has a platform for conspiracy theories uh, a grifter if you will i could absolutely see aaron Rodgers becoming a grifter uh david has says aaron Rodgers next year will underachieve in the playoffs yet again dolphin mick says be in green bay what percentage would you give to aaron Rodgers being back in green bay if he retires and lives in green bay yeah maybe <laughs> 20%? No, that ain't happening. He's not playing football for the Packers. Get that out of your mind. He's yeah. not playing football for the Packers again. There is a better chance of him having a podcast with Tucker Carlson yeah. than there is of him playing in Green Bay next year. It's not happening. No. And the Packers are saying the right things. Oh, we want, of course we want a Hall of Fame quarterback to come back. Of course we want him back. They're going to pose it as to that it's almost like he wants to leave and we're going to trade him, get the assets, and rebuild. There's no way – that would work out next year because again, you're not gonna really you're gonna be on the outside looking in when we talk about Super Bowl contenders. They'll probably go twelve and five. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers has a better chance of doing a podcast with Tucker Carlson where they where they ask, "Why does my green M M&M and M have to be sexy?" As it, uh, <laughs> it, there is more of a chance with that happening than there is of Aaron Rodgers playing in Green Bay. Yeah, it's not happening. I, there, there is. It's just I don't see it. He straight up said, "I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. Yeah. I don't want to be part of a rebuild." Now there's Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. He's holding out hope, like a good head coach would, who has a Hall of Fame quarterback. Matt LaFleur yesterday speaking on Aaron Rodgers and whether or not he thinks Aaron Rodgers will be back. I sat down and talked to Aaron today for quite some time. Um, You know, I think we're all a little numb to the situation right now. We're hopeful that he'll be back next year. I, I want to be respectful of his process, whatever he needs to go through to, to make the best decision for himself. And we would love for him to be a Packer and be a Packer until the day he, he decides to retire. There's no plan for a rebuild. When you get this close, obviously we won a lot of football games. And we know in order for there not to be that, he's got to be a part of this thing. So I don't think that's anybody's intention. Okay, but I think we're using the word rebuild a little bit liberally here because they certainly are going to have to retool. Yeah. And they're certainly going to be remade. Just because it's not a traditional rebuild where they're tearing it down and building it back up doesn't mean it's not going to be significantly different and it's not going to be less competitive than they've been. Yeah, exactly. And of course, first off, you're the head football coach. Of course, you're not standing up there talking about we're doing a rebuild. That's not even your job. Your job is to go out there and win football games week to week. That's the GM's job. So, Number one, he said what he had to say. Number two, he kind of contradicted himself because he said, we're not going to do a rebuild. And then a sentence later, he says, we, we're going to tr- go out there and try and you know win games, but in order for us to do that, he has to come back. So what you're saying is if he doesn't come back, you are rebuilding. You're going to rebuild, yeah. which is what's going to happen. So like, let's stop playing. Also, he's talking about Aaron Rodgers as if he's a free agent. He sure as hell he, is. He's under contract. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You're either extending him or you're trading him. Yeah. Or he's retiring. Yeah. There's only three options that can happen here. He's not a free agent. He can't just walk away. He's also under contract, too. It's like you don't even have to necessarily extend him. Yeah. I mean, he's not playing on that contract. All I'm going to say, Packers fans, okay, and this is this is going to sound bad at first, but let it let it settle in for a second. Join Theo and I in the land of mediocre. Mm. It's so much easier. Theo, how sad were you the last couple of days? Uh, I was actually very happy. It was a yeah. great weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, me too. I didn't experience any sadness whatsoever. Want to know why? Because the Dolphins didn't play a meaningful football game. Therefore, no heartbreak. Life was good. Kicked my feet up. Enjoyed time with my children like Tom Brady. It was great. Theo bought a new home. Able to do some uh, some DIY around the house, yeah. uh, had a nice weekend, no football pressure. Packers fans, this is about to be your world. Mm. You've spent 30 years living and dying by this franchise because just so happened you went from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another. Yeah, Jordan Love isn't that. And so you're about to be really mediocre. And you know what? Embrace it. Your Sundays open up. Your horizons expand. And it's much easier on the stress level. You can start focusing on your fantasy football team, yeah. things you can control, yeah. you know, like maybe even like when you watch on Sundays, have no ties to anything. Just mm-hmm. sit back, drink some brews, and enjoy the action. You can scrapbook. Yeah. You can go see some family. You can head to a meadow and have a picnic. It, things are good. It opens up your weekends when your team is bad. 
Tom Brady will. Aaron Rodgers will. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Eric tweets, Brady stays in Tampa because, well, he can still do it. Rodgers comes south, but not this far south. First choice is New Orleans with Adams and Michael Thomas. Second choice is Atlanta, also with Adams and Ridley and Pitts. Wow. That would actually be a potent offense. Atlanta's not a terrible situation. It's not. You got a you got Ridley and Pitts. If you bring Adams in, that's actually like a, a wild offense. Now, it'll be weird for the Falcons because then you have to kind of usher out that guy that you've been holding on to too long. Like, yeah. really quickly? Like, uh, yeah. So, thanks for your contributions. <laughs> Boot! <laughs> How You're quick right. that would, would they awesome. kick him out? The oh, it would my. be so swift. It would be so disrespectful, yeah. too. Because he wasn't terrible this year, right? He, he wasn't terrible, but he is what he's always been, and that's just, like, good enough to hold on to but not good enough to win with except that one year when he had Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's weird. Uh, Vin is in West Palm. What's up, Vinny? No one knows... Nothing to do on weekends because they're sports fans like me. I'm a Jet, Met, Nick, Ranger, and Hurricane fan. The last 15 years, all I have is free time. So, Packer fans, call me up. I got a list of things you can learn how to do. I was going to say, Vinny's a man of many hobbies. He he can come up with an itinerary for you on a week-by-week basis. I will say one thing. My blood pressure has actually gone down. Because of all of this. Because there's nothing to be upset about. Yeah, exactly. So, yes. I mean, how stressed out were you in the back-to-back AFC championship years? And then the Jets haven't come close to approaching that afterwards. Your life is a lot less stressful right now, Vin. I, I will tell you, Herm Edwards heard things said about him that he didn't want to hear from my mouth. And when the Hurricanes lost to Ohio State, I broke my TV. I haven't broken something in so long, I don't even know what it's like. <laughs> oh, Vinny, I am glad to hear your health has improved. When you don't have sports teams to care about, things are so much better. Serenity. Just follow Theo and my lead. Exactly. Serenity right here. I'm telling you, it's not a bad thing. You know what also isn't a bad thing? You know what alleviates stress in a big way, Theo? What you got? That is not getting caught up in South Florida uh, rush hour, getting uh, stuck on 95, man. getting stuck on the turnpike, and the only way to prevent that is by taking the big old yellow train, Brightline, and Brightline Plus. Brightline Plus, new way to get from point A to point B, car-free, care-free, and seamlessly get anywhere within a five-mile radius to and from Brightline stations in Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and West Palm Beach. Book a ride on Brightline and add Brightline Plus to get you to and from the station, all-in-one app and all-in-one ticket. Go from home to the station to your final destination. Brightline Plus offers rides to and from the station with eco-friendly options including Teslas, e-shuttles, and even shared bikes. It's complimentary, in fact, until February. 28th and there's the buzzer beater train when you want to go down tomorrow to see the heat beat the hell out of the knicks well this is how you get there ftx arena bright line the smarter way to skip traffic get to the heat if for tomorrow's heat game stay till the last shot with Brightline's buzzer beater Brightline's buzzer beater train lets you skip traffic get to and from ftx arena so you're there in time for tip off and you stay until the last shot Trade tailgating for train gating on Brightline. Great food, great deals on drinks in the station and on board. I recommend the premium myself with mm. Brightline. That's gobrightline.com or use the Brightline app. Brightline, it will take a lot of stress away and it may even elongate your life. Those studies haven't necessarily shown that. 
I say it probably elongates your life. Okay. If that's you say it, line. then Aaron Rodgers might believe it too. <laughs> right? Because I mean that's he takes his advice from guys who talk into mics. So I think there's more evidence that Brightline will <laughs> will 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 elongate your life because it is it is stress free as stress opposed free. to ivermectin. Yeah. Making sure you live longer. <laughs> Ken Levick alive with Theo Dorsey here on uh, ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I promise we're going to get to a listening lunch. I promise we have more to do. Yeah. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, they've taken over our lives. And, by the way, if you want a list of hobbies to take on uh, during football season because your team sucks, Theo and I can absolutely help you with that. Oh, He's yeah. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. We have just suffered a significant death in the South Florida sports community. Tell you about it in just a moment here on Ken LaVica Live. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, part of his usual Monday-Tuesday lineup here on ESPN 106.3. Stone, the Banowitz Friday Night Lights, and Ken Levick Alive is presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Damn right. Uh, we, I'm going to make the executive decision here to, uh, to cancel listening lunch. We'll get back to it, but there's just too much to do. Yeah. It, it's, as they say in the business, we're jam-packed here on Kendall Live. Uh, but before we talk about the, uh, the, the tragic death here uh, in this South Florida sports community, let's go to uh, Joe in Jupiter. Joe is on Kendall Vick Alive. Hi, Joe. Hello, guys. Uh, well, it's at least I'm not a Bills fan, so, I mean, I'm – I, I guess it, um, eight days later. Yeah, uh, it, I was going to say, be. you've had eight days as a Cowboys fan mm. to uh, to let the the horror of that final play from Dak Prescott sink in. Uh, <laughs> and Mike McCarthy talking about how nervous your team of veterans was yeah. in a playoff game. Does it make you feel better? Are you a vindictive human being? Does it make you feel better that the Bills had a much more tragic end to their season than the Cowboys did? After watching the weekend of great football, I do feel better. You know, we had the Cowboy disaster, and then three days later, we find out the whole entire family got tested positive for COVID oh, for the first time. Sorry to hear and that. And so we're finally, we're, we're all good. We're recovering from that. Even though we were vaccinated 14,000 times, it didn't matter. But that's, but, that's uh, why you're recovering well, so it's all good. Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, but, uh, you know, Phil, you'll be happy to know what I think is going to happen since you love to see the. Cowboy fans suffer. Um, oh, this was go. probably going to happen. Okay. <laughs> this was going to happen. We, I, I do think Brady will probably retire, um, 60 or 70% chance. And then I do think, I don't see Aaron Rodgers going back to any other team in the NFC. This doesn't make any sense anywhere. Either they can't afford him or he won't want to go there. I think it's going to be one of two or three teams in the AFC, whether it's Denver, Pittsburgh, or um, who knows, maybe even Chicago. But so that removes the threat of the Packers from the NFC. That removes the threat of Tampa He owns the, the Bears NFC. already, though. He can't go to Chicago. Yeah, he already owns team. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, well, I still think it'll be an <laughs> NFC team. Yeah. And then, so we don't have to worry about the Packers. We don't have to worry about Tampa. we got to worry a little bit about the Rams. So we're going to get all hyped up again. We're going to have a magical first 13 or 12 games. We're going to be so set for success. But, Bill, you'll be happy to know. We're going to do something to screw it up in the first round of next year's playoffs, because we're going to win the NFC East if we even get that far. So we'll be suffering again, even though it's going to be so hyped, because two of the 
major power horses are going to be not a threat to us unless they replace their quarterback with somebody just as good, and we're still going to find a way to screw it up. So I'm already preparing myself. That's good. For That's what's going to happen? You've learned year. your yeah. lesson after all these years. You finally, Joe, learned yeah. your lesson with the Cowboys and appreciate the call. But at least you're preparing yourself for the inevitable heartbreak. It's, uh, one thing, two things I want to say here. Mm-hmm. I do like that Joe has accepted his fate as a Cowboys fan. You know it's going to yeah. inevitably end wrong. Yeah. But I will say this. It, it doesn't feel as good as a guy that likes to see Cowboys fans suffer when they don't. Because the, the fun of it, just like you like to yeah. tease the Knicks, right? Yeah. The fun of it is they get so caught up in the hype. Oh, yeah. They get so enthralled with this. Oh, is we got the year. This. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. oh, no, no, this time is different. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so fun is to watch you get closer and closer to your TV and excitement and joy and crying tears of laughter and just happy. And then as soon as you get right there, to lose it all. Yeah. In an epic in an epic way. Yeah. QB sneak with 14 seconds left. I love it. It's like when I was a kid watching Double Dare and you'd be in the obstacle course portion and there'd be slime all over the place and you're about to pull the last flag and Mark Summers is about to go crazy and give you the, the, the grand prize and then you slip and you face plant. You don't grab the flag and time runs out. Mm. That's how it feels watching the Knicks. That's how it feels more so watching the Cowboys because yeah. the Knicks aren't even close ever. Yeah, yeah. Like the, Knicks aren't even, the Knicks only get to obstacle course number three uh, in the final round of Double Dare and they're... They're, they're a done deal. But the Cowboys, you feel like they're kind of there. Yeah. And then they always fall short. You know what it's like? The Knicks never even get past the talking stage in relationships, right? <laughs> but the Cowboys get engaged. <laughs> they're like two days out uh-huh. from the wedding. And then it gets and broken <laughs> off. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's I object. Don't even get past the talking stage. Not even past the, like, DM stage yeah. in that spot. Yeah. Uh, Ken Levick alive with Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, still in the bandwidth. Friday Night Lights. Uh, there has been a um, a death in the South Florida community. Mm. Miami's turnover chain is no longer. <sighs> it is now official. The new offensive line coach, Alex Mirabal, Mario Cristobal's guy, he was at the uh, Elite Prospect Day, and he said, quote, we got rid of the turnover chains. We're here to play football, end quote. So the turnover chain is gone. The identity of Miami football, mm. even through mediocrity, has departed. It is now in jewelry heaven. Mm. I don't know what happens to the turnover chains. Do they get melted down? Does someone buy them? Do they go to auction? Has Manny Diaz uh, smuggled them into State College, Pennsylvania? I don't know. But the turnover chains are gone. They've been gotten rid of, according to Alex Mirabal. And I need to ask Canes fans, because all kidding aside, these were Canes football. This was the major symbol of Mark Rick's rebuild of this Canes program. When they started 11-0 in Rick's second year, the turnover chain was hot. That was a great year. It was hot. Man. The win over Notre Dame when that thing got busted out in, in Hard Rock Stadium was splintering with noise. That thing was hot. And then every other college program started to rip it off. Yeah. Florida State had a backpack. Um, but every other college football school, program started to rip it, it off. Was it Tennessee that had the trash can? I think so. I think they had it. <laughs> but it was never duplicated. Yeah. It was never duplicated. And that was a poor attempt. Yeah, that was terrible. A poor attempt. But now the turnover chain is gone. Yeah. 
Canes fans, are you mad that the turnover chain is gone? I need to know. Canes fans, are you angry that the turnover chain is gone? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. A death in the South Florida sports community, and it's the turnover chain being gone. You know what's going to be so predictable about this is there is going to be anger about it. Ah, oh, that was us. That was that the was swagger. What are they doing getting rid of it? I mean, I, I assure you Mario Cristobal is already getting heat for getting rid of the turnover chain. But you know what this also is going to turn into? Canes fans who bought seven turnover chain shirts. Uh. And they have handfuls of turnover chain replicas that they spend way too much money on. Wearing them in every tailgate. Wearing them in every game. You know what they're going to say now? Thank God the turnover chain is gone. Now we can focus on football. That was kid stuff. Now we can play like men. <laughs> I guarantee you it's either going to be far end of the spectrum one way. Hey, screw you, Cristobal, or it's going to go the other way. Ah, that thing was such a distraction. Like the turnover chain is the reason that the Canes couldn't tackle. Like the turnover chain is the reason that De'Eric King got hurt. Like the turnover chain is the reason Manny Diaz forgot to call a defense. Yeah. It's going to be, there's no in-between with Canes fans. It's one extreme or the other. I could not care less that the turnover chain doesn't exist any longer. Because it was supposed to be fun. It was fun. It was something for kids to be excited about. And that's it. That's it. It rose to prominence because it became a symbol of the Canes having a good season. But nobody can just leave it there. Nobody can just leave it at, hey, it's a fun thing for the kids. It had to become a divisive symbol within the Canes program, within college football. We can't just let things sit. We can't let things lie. It has to be, this is what was making us lose. No, the turnover chain wasn't making you lose, okay? But to also get mad at Mario Cristobal for wanting to get rid of something that was a previous era that did not go as planned, you can't fault him for that. Yeah. That wasn't his thing. The Canes, that's his thing. A turnover chain? Who cares? They weren't doing that when he was in school. It there. was a damn necklace. Yeah. Okay? It was a chain. Get over it. Yeah. Get over it either way. And as a Canes fan, as a guy who has supported and loved these Miami Hurricanes, but also very sensible in knowing that we are, we are not what we used to be, I I, I kind of feel like I didn't even think about it when Crystal Ball took over, but now that I sit back and look at it and they've already announced the decision, it makes total sense. Like, the turnover chain was Manny Diaz's thing. Mm-hmm. So he started it as the D.C. under Mark Richt. Mm-hmm. He kept it because he got elevated to head – well, I guess he didn't get elevated to head coach. He left for Temple and came back. Yeah, he story. took five minutes in Philly and yeah. then came back. So, But when he became head coach, of course he's keeping the thing that he brought in roles as the thing that became a trendsetter. Yeah. And then when he leaves, especially with the program being what it's been, why would they keep that? Also, it's kind of like it's kind of like the dab. Remember the dab? Yeah. The dab was a great – Great, you know, dance and to celebrate. We used to dab in the club all the time, kick it, dab, all that. It was fun. And then when everybody just started doing it, and well, it got, hold on, let me correct you. I'll say it. I'll say it. Just say you what I'm going to say. I, I was, I didn't want to offend when you. When white people started doing it, then it died. Yeah, I'll acknowledge it. When white people started when, doing it, then it died. Like when Cam Newton, it was Cam Newton's fault. So we blame Cam Newton in the community here. Cam Newton. <laughs> 
He had his MVP season right as the dab, but you know the dab rose to prominence, and then Cam Newton has his MVP season. Yeah, he's dabbing after every first down and yeah. touchdown, and then white folk everywhere were like, "Hey, I would like to do that. Well, let's let's co-op that. I'm a dab as a teacher in yeah. school. Principals are dabbing, and we got you know every. It just became a craze, and then it became like not so cool yeah, anymore. Not, yeah, yeah, because that's the turnover yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I that, that's a great comparison actually, yeah. and the turnover chain became less cool. Because they just weren't winning. That too. That it hurts. completely jumped the proverbial jewelry shark when it got busted out down four scores oh. against Alabama. That was the official death. Of yeah, the I think that's chain. when it flatlined. When they when they broke out the turnover chain down what four touchdowns against Alabama in the season opener where they like you used to, like you said they laid flat from the from the kickoff. Oh yeah, sleepy sleepy time. Um, and then when in that same game on national television. They broke out the turnover chain, still down a lot of points, and then it had to be taken off because the turnover yeah, got it, it literally, overturned. Yeah, 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 yeah. They, they had to. Yeah, not only did they break it out down four touchdowns, but then it also had to be put back because it wasn't actually a turnover oh, upon review. That is that has to go down in in all of my. Years as a Canes fan, I've never been so embarrassed. Yeah, that's like cringy, cringy. I can't believe that just happened. Uh, You're right. It had to be put down. It had yeah. to be put down. It's like it's like when 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 your your dog has a stroke and he can't walk anymore, yeah. and you're, it hangs on for another like three months, and then you're like, you know what? What I'm doing here is inhumane. At that moment, <laughs> yeah. the turnover chain needed to be put down. It had to happen. It needed to be ended. And so, to me, mercifully, Mario Cristobal has put it down. Now, here's what I'm curious about, though. Because Canes fans, we know this, and I, I, I like the Canes. I want to see the Canes win. But I'm also very realistic about Canes fans. They live in the past more so than Dolphins fans, which is hard to do. <laughs> there is no college football program that's fan base lives more in the Hold past on, than Nebraska? the Canes. Nebraska. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they don't do it as loudly. Plus, you live in South you're right. Florida, so I you're get right. it. You're yeah. Nebraska, right. Nebraska's up there. Yeah. Nebraska's up there. But – like the Canes, they live in the past. That's it, yeah. That's and they like to attach themselves to swagger. Yeah. They like to attach themselves to flash, to glitz, to all about the being, being audacious mm. about what they are. Mario Cristobal doesn't seem to be interested in any of that. There isn't like when Manny Diaz took over, assistant coaches floating down Biscayne Bay in yachts. There isn't turnover chains. There's not this bling. There's not that flash. Canes fans got their guy. They got their Mario Cristobal. They stole him from Oregon, and he's come back home. But he doesn't appear to be interested in what many Canes fans think makes the Canes great, and that's the swagger. How much equity is he going to have if it truly becomes a little bit of a retooling, and it takes a couple of years, and they don't have the accoutrement that Manny Diaz had, the shiny bling? Yeah. How patient are is already the most impatient fan base in college football going to have for him. Well, I think it doesn't have to be him. Like, I think he's playing it right because if he's tried to do all of that rah-rah and try to be somebody he wasn't, he, he'll be faking the funk. And not only us, but the recruits that he's trying to bring into Miami would see that. He needs to allow the players establish what that culture will be when it comes to being iconic or whatever, you know. If they want to have that kind of thing go on, it doesn't need to come from Mario Cristobal. It could be a player-led thing, but yeah. he just wants to win football games, which I get, and I'm a, I'm happy about. Case Mark Rick wanted to do both. I mean, not Mark Rick. Uh, Manny Diaz wanted to do both. He, he did, and he came up 
<laughs> well, sure. He failed in both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Canes fans, are you mad that the turnover chain is dead? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I do also roll my eyes a little bit at Alex Mirabal. We got rid of the chains. It's time to play football. Yeah. That's just feeding into this football meatball nonsense. Like, the turnover chain was to blame for the Canes not meeting expectations. Not the lack of recruiting or missing on certain recruits or not necessarily hitting on every quarterback you thought was going to hit on. Guess who brought in the quarterback that Mario Cristobal is going to inherit that already puts the Canes at a major advantage? Manny Diaz. Yeah. So, Alex Mirabal... And I, I don't know him. I know that he's a hot commodity. I know that he's Mario Cristobal's guy. But Alex Maribel, the offensive line you're coaching, the guy you're going to protect, the guy who is arguably the best quarterback of the ACC, you had nothing to do with that. You are going to maximize him or attempt to. You didn't bring him in. That was the guy before you. So that's really weak, and it's just playing into this football Canes fan meatball mindset. When you say, we got rid of the chains. We're here to play football. Yeah, that second sentence Come doesn't Come on, need. man. Yeah. Like, that's so lame. That is, that's appealing to the lowest common football denominator because the dopes will hear that, whether it's in West Palm or Lake Worth or Hialeah or Coral Gables or Pembroke Pines or Lauder Hill. They're going to say, yeah, damn right. Now it's about football. <laughs> Yeah, 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 we were losing because of all that distraction. Now we're men, and we're going to go hit someone. No, that's stupid. That's stupid football yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah. The turnover chains had nothing to do with wins or losses. Was it fun? Yes. Am I okay it's gone? Sure. But did it cause football failure? No. And Alex Mirabel, he knows what he's doing, but he is he's just catering to football dopery. Yeah, I am glad that it wasn't a huge Miami Hurricanes announcement. It happened flippantly at some camp or whatever. For that him. is, the, they phased it out as opposed yeah. to making this whole grand spectacle of it. Yeah, exactly. that's a good thing. Exactly. But he didn't. Again, if he would have just said we got rid of the turnover chain, cool, great yeah. statement. Now we're here to play football. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, buddy. What were they playing last year? Yeah. It. it I mean, it was bad, but it was yeah. it was football. I mean, I would argue that the Canes played better football late than uh, I, Alex. Uh-oh. I saw Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. They got that wasn't football. Whew. They got punched in the mouth on that offensive line yeah. too. And you didn't have a turnover chain to lay the blame on. Thanks. Okay, Kendall Vega live here on ESPN 106.3. Hey, coming up at Boca Rio Golf Course is the Gamebridge LPGA. Tickets are able to be redeemed for any day of the tournament. Join it for the first LPGA event of the season. The tournament, it is the LPGA Gamebridge. World number one, Nelly Corda. She'll be there. 2020 champion Madeline Sackstrom, who tore apart Boca Rio. She'll be there. Fan favorites, Brooke Henderson, Lydia Cohen, Lexi Thompson. Yeah, they're going to be there. Competing for the $2 million purse to purchase tickets visit GamebridgeLPGA.com Boca Rio Golf Course home of the Gamebridge LPGA January 27th through the 30th coming up it's the LPGA coming to South Florida he's Theo Dorsey WPTV News Channel 5 WFLX Fox 29 I'm Ken Levick I'm live on ESPN 106.3 you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3 here's Ken Levick we have breaking news 
A brand new NFL head coaching vacancy, it appears. Breaking news presented by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. But before that, Theo, tell everybody what you're doing Sunday with J-Mart. Well, on Sunday, like I do every last Sunday of the month, you will be able to catch me on the second floor of the Palm Beach Kennel Club. And I know what, what you're wondering. Why will you be there? Well, that's what I'm here to tell you. We will be at the, excuse me, as I get this thing together here, Ken, at the second floor of the PBKC because yes, it is the trading card day. All right. PBKC, your entertainment destination with no limit poker, table pay, table games, super simulcast, exceptional dining, and exciting events. Join me, Theo Dorsey, alongside J Mart this Sunday for the PBKC Palm Beach Sports Card and Memorabilia Show. We'll be broadcasting live from the second floor of the PBKC, 10 to 11 a.m. on Sunday. The PBKC Palm Beach Sports Card and Memorabilia Show will be with over 50 vendors that have sports memorabilia to buy, sell, trade, and much more. And admission and parking absolutely free. Get more information at pbkennelclub.com or by following PBKC on social media. So, breaking news again, brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire here on Ken Levicka Live. Sean Payton has informed the Saints that he is stepping away. Sean Payton appears to be leaving New Orleans, and his future and what this means for teams, the several teams with a coaching vacancy, it becomes wildly intriguing. So Sean Payton appears to be done in New Orleans, uh, and uh, this was first broken by Ian Rappaport, NFL Network. Sean Payton has informed the Saints he's stepping away. I tend to believe that he's stepping away because there is something that has been pulling him to a different team. Oh, yeah. I think the prime suspects here are the Cowboys. For sure. The Bears Mm -hmm. or the Dolphins. Either way, if it pulls whoever, and I, I hope it's the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. And Sean Payton got a good look at them up close late in the season when he had to start Ian Book. But he knows he's coming in and inheriting the defense, and he knows he's got work to do offensively. But if the Dolphins could pull this off, this would put him ahead of Doug Peterson, Brian Dable. I take Sean Payton every single day of the week. But it certainly seems like something has happened behind the scenes. I don't think Sean Payton's just leaving because he's burned out or Sean Payton's going into broadcasting. I think think there's another job that he's going to be taking within hours, potentially. For sure, and I think, uh, yeah, Dolphins make sense. Cowboys makes a lot of sense. I think Bears, too, because of the fact that they ended up just hiring uh, Ryan Poles from the Chiefs as their next GM, and that just happened today, and then Sean Payton steps away. Maybe that's a little, you know, tea leaves. He might be going up to Chicago. And You said he's from the area, right? He is. So I, I, I hope this means that Stephen Ross has talked <laughs> Sean Payton into coming to the Dolphins. Of course, this happens 30 seconds before the end of the show. Always. Sean Payton is leaving the Saints, first reported by the NFL Network. That'll do it for us. we got to get out of here. Well done by Friday Night Light Stone, the Banowitz for Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye now.